BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Thank you for listening to Spin, the rally pod, brought to you by Dirtfish Rally School. For your chance to experience life behind the wheel of a rally car, head to drive.dirtfish.com to find the course that's right for you. What are you waiting for? We're right here waiting for you. So are you starting this call or shall I? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly the way we should start a new year, isn't it? With a little bit of a disagreement, David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't no, know. I'm, I don't I'm, know, mate. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Then. I'm here born we, ready. ready? Stand Chris by. Meek said Stand that by. to me yesterday. Born, he's born ready. Did he? He, yeah. he always was, wasn't he? Right, yeah. here we go. Do you know who's doing that? Oh, sorry. Right, let's go. Whenever you're ready. I was born That's ready. not a secret. It's not. No. Well, it's it was. I missed it completely until yesterday. Is that That's right? Yeah, shut up. Move on. Right. So you weren't quite born quite so ready. <laughs> no, quite. <laughs> born almost ready. We should get <laughs> here we this. Go, here we go. Yeah, let's start. Here we go. Well, hello, Dartfish friends, and a very, very happy new year to you. Hope you've all had a wonderful Christmas, a relaxing, a restful, a peaceful Christmas. It was yours. I certainly did. Yeah, moderately. Moderately, I'd have to say I did quite a lot of cooking. In fact, I've cooked every day, David. But did was, you? Do you know what? There is something quite relaxing in cooking, isn't there? Was it good? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, so I decided to be a bit creative. So traditional Christmas day fair... Um, you know, which, which the secret to that clearly is preparation. And yeah. you know when your kids go to a certain age and they can help out in the kitchen, it is the biggest Whether they want to or not. <laughs> Whether they want, but, but do you know what? My boy actually quite likes it. He quite likes peeling potatoes and peeling carrots. Yeah. So we spent Christmas Eve and a little bit the day before just doing things like the ham, the stuffing, preparing. Yeah. Christmas Day, it was reasonably well organised. And then what do you do with the leftovers? <gasps> so Boxing Day, Boxing Day, turkey, ham and stuffing pie. Bubbling The squeak. day after Boxing Day, was just a kind of um, a turkey, ham, and stuffing curry, which was quite mm. nice, a kind of korma curry, yeah, really nice creamy curry. And the day after that, I used the curry mix, turned them into fritters, <laughs> and did fritters. Turkey, I'm beginning, ham, and stuffing Beginning fritters. to wish I'd never oh my asked. God. So the oh feed my was God. good. It was, it was Happy New Year to everybody. I'm David Evans, yeah. by the way, given that Colin hasn't bothered to introduce <laughs> me. And there is only the two of us. Why is that, Colin? <laughs> Uh, well, because it's New Year, David. No, because we forgot to schedule this pod with everybody yeah, right. else. So all it's right. just well, the two of us. It's a quiet well, fireside chat. It'll be nice. So, so in terms of the start to the year, it's it's not the best, is it? We've had a small disagreement already. We've yeah. forgotten to schedule the pod. <laughs> it's going well. Let's so just get it all out the way early. Get yeah, it all well, out exactly. the way early. Exactly. Have you, you know, got any New Year's resolutions? Maybe uh, to yeah, talk less. Is that that's you know, a good not, one? Not, not to talk less. To talk less, but to do a little more. To do a little more. I've Ooh, decided. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, work yeah. harder. Well, not work harder. I think I work reasonably hard. Uh, but just to do a little more. To be a little you... bit more productive. To do a little bit more in terms of my fitness, David. Because yeah. like you, I'm, I'm, I'm advancing a little bit in years, yeah. and I feel it. I feel the stiffness yeah. and the tiredness. So uh, you and I, you and I are embarking on a get fit campaign this year. Really excellent. I'm all genuinely. For that. 
No, Genuinely, no. the two of us. And we, we'll, we'll set little targets along the way, little challenges along the way, yeah. maybe little wagers along the way, so there's a bit of money in it, because that's yeah. always motivating for me. Like that um, like that hill we both raced up in Estonia. Remember that? And I won. Which, which one was that? When we were running towards the media zone, and we had a little race up the hill. Not the steep hill that I pushed you back down. <laughs> I didn't think there were any hills in Estonia. There was a, it oh, was not... just a, a wee hill that just near the near the press office. Oh, not not the blooming not on the the runway. The one yeah. that you try to kill me on. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. But well, I'm like a mountain goat on those hills, straight up to the top, straight down. So, what are you looking forward to this year, apart from getting fit? Oh, rally wise, rally wise, and, and in terms of of you know, in terms of the year ahead, you know, I, I am really, really more so than I have been since maybe 2017, really looking forward to the championship and the championship mm. fight. Um, you know, nobody wanted to see Cali Robin Perra taking a year out or going part-time for the year. He's not taking a year out. Um, but what it does do, David, it opens it up. It really does open it up. And we've got, you know, three or four, certainly three drivers there um, mm. who will, I think, be fighting right through until the final round in Japan for the title. I don't know where to put my money this year. And that's unusual. That's unusual, isn't it? You know, would you twelve months ago years. would you have said Calais again? Definitely. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we we knew that once once he'd, you, he developed through that first championship year. He wasn't the, the finished article, and, and I suppose the scary thing is he probably still isn't the finished article. Mm. Um, you know, but he got better through that first championship year, and you, you couldn't see anyone beating him last year. I couldn't anyway. Well, certainly not once the year got going. Once he got to, uh, was it Portugal or wherever he, he won? Because he did it. He sort of misfired slightly, didn't he, at the, the start of the year? But we've been through all of that. But I, I agree completely that it is incredibly difficult to know where to, to put your money. And that's it is really exciting. Okay, yeah. it's only three drivers. It's not ten. But it's three drivers who are remarkably closely matched. And there's there's that plot. Then there's the subplots of, of you know, the yeah. stuff like Toyota. How much will Toyota help Elvin? What can Taka do? What's it going to, you know, where's Ogier going? Which event, as in which events is he going to do? Which events will Calais do? Uh, and then you've got the, the super subplot of, of Hyundai, which, you know, it, it's hard to imagine a more exciting news story really coming into a year to see how um, Tanak and, and Neville will get on. You know, they, they made, I think it's fair to say, first time around, they made the best of it. Tanek arrived there yeah. as a world champion. It wasn't easy for Thierry that. Um, but by the end of it, it wasn't the best of relationships in, in the whole team. Um, and to see how they can pick that up. Yeah, it's a very different management group uh, at the top of the team right now. Um, but still, they are two of the most competitive. And with Thierry, I would say one of the most politically astute within sort of inter team politics totally um, whereas yeah. Tanek is he kind of plays the game but he's also very much a heart on the sleeve get out my way I'm coming through kind of guy isn't he so yeah. very different characters oh totally and I totally agree with you about the you're politically astute and playing the game and we saw that didn't we at mm. the end of last year with some of the things once the Tanek announcement had been made public some of the things that Thierry was saying were very much aimed at that perceived kind of inter-team battle that we're going to have next year. You're talking about the need to do what's right for the, the manufacturer, talking about the, the need to work with the people within the team. He was playing that political game nice and early. He was getting the first blow in, David. And as you say, Tanak, Tanak doesn't really think that way. Tanak, you know, I, I, I struggle to work out how Tanak does think, but he doesn't think that way. He doesn't think that way. 
Um, you know, he's not he's not politically. He just wants to politically motivated or, or minded or um, <coughs> you know driven in in how yeah. he conducts his business. Whereas Tanak just wants to get behind the wheel and drive quickly. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't really play mind games as such, does he? I think the only people he plays mind games with Tanak are maybe us, the media. And I just yeah. really think at times he does. But uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see that. No, developing I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, you know, and I, even with us, he's not, you know, it's not complicated with the media. You know, he just, at times, he, he absolutely doesn't doesn't suffer fools, you know, and he, he learned, as we've said a hundred times now, he learned from that Adamo school of, you know, if you ask a closed question, you're going to get a very closed answer. Um, mm. And he's learned to do the yes and no. Uh, and and he sees no no harm in that at all. Whereas you know someone like Taka or or somebody else would be much more expansive with their answer. Oh, it's not. Yeah. You know he's, no. he, he's sorry. He, no, no, I was just saying. But I think he took it a bit far at the end of the year. He took it a little bit far. Um, you know, and it, it almost became a challenge for him to see just how difficult he could be with some people. And and yeah, you know, he's got every right with certain folk. To, to, to pull them up and, and to be as rude as he likes with them, you know, as rude as he likes. But others, others, I thought at the end of the year, he was a little bit, little bit harsh with, but that's his mm. prerogative. That is his prerogative. Yeah. And if that's, if that's how he manages to do what he's got to do, and if that's how he manages to get through situations that he sees as being difficult, well, that's fine. That's fine. We are there. We are cannon fodder, you know, and, mm. and we'll, we'll, we'll take it. You know, we're big enough to take it. But, but well, how you, will that work, David? How will that work next year in the team? Because, you know, this, this ability to play the political, the politics, the, mm. you know, to, to be a little bit savvy in terms of the mind games, it's going to be really, really important because don't forget, you know, yes, Oik Tanak is going back to a new boss, to a new technical director. But a lot of people within that team are the same people that he left a year yeah. ago. You know, yeah, and you've got to re-motivate them, haven't you? And, Correct. And bring them Correct. around a little bit. But yeah. ultimately, that team, they want to win. They they mm. haven't won a, a championship for a few years now. Uh, they've never won a driver's championship. So there will be. As much as you can see that Elvin Evans is seeing this as a massive opportunity, so are high-end-eye drivers. You know, and, and Thierry was great. You know, and Thierry talked about, and, and Oit the same, when they talked about um, Calais' decision to do a part-time season in this year, you know, they both said, we, we want the competition. And of course they do. But at the same time, it does bring opportunity. Um, and, yeah. <coughs> excuse me, they'd be stupid not to see that. Yeah. Uh, and I think no, they I will. But let, yeah. let's just very quickly go, <coughs> excuse me, let's just yeah. very quickly go through the calendar. So, Monty, of the two of them, Thierry or I would say you'd favour Neville for Monty. Absolutely, absolutely. Tanak yeah, for Sweden. Know, well, road position will play a big part in Sweden, but uh, you know if, if who's going to win Monty? It's probably going to be Seb. Uh, Seb, Roger. yeah, but then he won't do Sweden. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, but yeah, I, you know, I do road think position. I believe mm. there is there's potential for the FIA to fiddle with with road position. You know, I think there was they alluded a little bit to it in the last World Council, uh, and there's been some 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 back channel chatter in in the corridors of power, I believe, about trying to avoid essentially what goes on on a Friday and and having you know the fact that they've now got well, they've got Ogier, Kelly Rovenpera, Andreas Mikkelsen, Espeka Lappi, and Danny Sordo all potentially playing in a really strong position on pretty much mm. every round. Uh, mm. And they're keen to avoid that. So I wonder if they actually might bring back some sort of seeding 
So, you know, Ooh. Sebastian Auger might think, or, you know, Kalle Robin Perrin might think, I'm in a great place for, for Sweden, sixth or seventh on the road. And the FAA could say, well, actually, mate, you know, you, you, you've won it, you're a former winner, I think. Uh, so, yeah. actually, you're going to go second on the road. Yeah. And Well, I, I'm not sure about seeding. seeding. Seeding can be quite subjective, can't you? And, yeah, but it worked for has... donkey's years, didn't it? Well, yeah, it did. It did work for donkey's years. You're absolutely right. Uh, but what about the... Um, the qualifying stage. What, mm. what 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 objections might we have to the qualifying stage being reintroduced? Uh, you know, again, you could argue that there's an issue with with road position on the qualifying stage. Hundred uh, yeah. percent. But but you know, but I don't but know. The qualifying you... stage worked pretty well for years. It but was if... only it was only dropped, David, because Ogier kept winning it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which in fairness, he was going to win everything. You know, even yeah. if the bloke was was in a wheelbarrow, uh, he was going to win everything <laughs> at that time. He was that was he where was. he was. Um, yeah. And actually, for me, the, the qualifying stage, if you look to somewhere like Sweden or Portugal or Sardinia or whatever, the road will have cleaned. By the time they've done their free practice um, or yeah. whatever, and, and that's it. the road will be clear, so just get on with it. So I think, yeah. Yeah, it, that, yeah. And, and that's right. That's that's the way to do it is, is to, you know, you don't have the first pass, the first time the drivers are seeing the road as mm -hmm. the qualifying stage. You have, you know, one or two runs first as a free practice and then the qualifying stage or one run, then the qualifying stage. Um, mm. And that kind of levels it out a bit. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But what, what I think, David, is they do need to think long and hard about some of these changes because clearly, I'm going slightly off where you were going. You were going through the calendar. Apologies, mate. No, 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 it's fine. All rallying, one source. By now, you know that dirtfish.com is the place to go for all of your rallying news. But when it's time to try your hand behind the wheel, just join us here at Dirtfish Rally School, nestled in the Cascade Mountains in Snoqualmie, Washington. Whether you're a pro seeking extra seat time or a novice looking to get started, we've got programs tailored to all rallying needs. And when you want to watch the best in the world, just head over to our YouTube channel. Our coverage of the WRC and American rallying is second to none. Follow us at Dirtfish Rally across all social media platforms and shop the latest looks in our merchandise store now. As always, rally on. I am more and more concerned about this Sunday points thing the more I think about it. We will have, David, by the final stage of the rally, we will have three leaderboards. Three leaderboards. Overall leaderboard, Sunday leaderboard, power stage leaderboard. No, I mean, that's no. just... We'll yes, we will. Leader. We'll have one overall no, classification. We but we'll have three. We'll have three leaderboards because we'll want to know who is winning the rally. We will want to know who is winning Sunday. There'll be a Sunday leaderboard for the points, and mm. there'll be a power stage leaderboard. There will be three leaderboards on a Sunday. That I think I that's mean, what the sports needed: more leaderboards. Well, for you and I, you and I, who completely understand that, I have no issues with three leaderboards. Give us four, five, or six. <laughs> I don't care. I understand it. But a man my, in the street. My, issue, my yeah. issue is, you know, well, so who's winning this rally? Is it the guy that's leading that leaderboard? Or, oh, no, hang on. No, there's that one. Oh, no, no, but there's, there's this one here with these bigger times. What does this yeah. mean? Oh, and, then, and then the guy who finishes second has got more points than the guy who finished first. It's just to complicate it a little further. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there is, I've, I've got a bit of an explainer story, which I'm writing today um, about how the whole thing came about. So I, the FAA is coming for some significant criticism uh, over its handling with the with the points um, and with the with the decisions made over Rally One, Rally Two. You know that whole thing still rumbles on, um, wow. and that, I would say that debate has intensified since it went from the FAA's firm intention of of, of changing everything to Rally Two uh, for 2025 to, to reverting back to okay, we'll just stick with Rally One. 
um, you know, more and more people have come and, and have been in contact with me over the holiday period and saying it's nuts. You know, why yeah. are we sticking with these cars when we patently yeah. we can't afford them and we could have a championship that that brings much more competition? Blah blah blah. So the, stay tuned to dirtfish.com. There is a bit of an explainer Ooh. about how all of these decisions came about. Uh, I do which... like reading your explainers. <laughs> it does help me. It, it does, does help sometimes me. Sometimes take me quite a while to to write them. So it's uh, occasionally yeah. a, an element of the blind leading the blind. But uh, anyway, uh, calendar call. What about the calendar? Yeah. I I do have it open in front of me, so I won't rely on your on your memory. But we have obviously we've got Poland coming back, Latvia yep. coming in, yeah, uh, and those are the only changes. Yeah, of course we've lost Mexico, Safari back to to a, a March date, well, which is a more traditional kind of Easterish date, which should bring it back into, if there is such a thing in, in these meteorologically challenged times of, of a, a rainy season. Good job. Good job. Good job. Mm. That, that was that was well pronounced. It was, um, <laughs> I struggled yeah, a bit. Yeah, but listen, that. listen, some of those pictures that came out of the classic safari yeah. uh, were, were just unbelievable. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Crazy. The amount of mud and, and water and, you know, and, and the wadis that were flooded and all sorts of... Mm. Um, you got to say that with your okay when we were in that kind of march period in previous iterations of the rally you know we had cars that were specifically designed to deal with those conditions mm. nowadays we don't nowadays we don't we've got cars that have a gravel setup that are slightly adapted yeah I, equally I, I don't think the route would be quite bit. as challenging these days as, and it wouldn't go to the same challenging kind of lengths and not in terms of just stage lengths, but also way out into the middle of nowhere where all of those yeah, bodies and what have you yeah. are. I, you know, I think it's much more of a stage, isn't it, than a section. Um, That's true. That's so, very true. But it, it, the change true. of day is interesting. But for me, one of the real interesting things is Poland back. Mm. Um, you know, if we thought Finland was quick with, with these cars, then Poland is going to be supercharged, isn't it? But Poland is, is just ridiculously quick. Um, mm. you know, and we know that. We know that from... From previous years at Rally Poland with the the uh, what did we have the WRC cars last and time? yeah we and there. well yeah the seventeen cars were there weren't they the, the seventeen cars were there as well of course they were mm. uh, you know but even you look back to, to ERC rounds in Poland and you look at average speeds on some of those stages and they're phenomenal phenomenal average speeds um, so yeah you know Poland Poland there's a lot of pressure isn't there because yeah. Poland was always a great rally it was always one we we really really enjoyed it's a great place. To base the rally, you've got that enormous hotel. You've got the, yeah. the super special in the grounds of the hotel. Um, huge numbers of fans. Huge numbers of fans. A great yeah. atmosphere. But there are big, big challenges. The reason it, it left the calendar was that they were just incapable of controlling that huge number of fans. For, for me, that's going to be their biggest challenge. You know, yeah. How are they going to get on with the increased numbers? What are they going to do to try and mitigate any potential problems? Because... In terms of the competition, in terms of the rallying, it will be spectacular. It will be utter. <laughs> you, know, you, you think of you know, moments pop into your mind. You know, when you, you mentioned Rally Poland, mm. and there are, you know, I don't know, about, maybe it's just me, but I get things flashing into my brain. And a couple of things just flashed there. And one was Oit Tanak over that jump in oh, that yeah. very narrow section with all those fans. Yeah. And the other was Chris Meek coming over the jump sideways. Yes. <laughs> and, and about. Oh, I think a minute and a half later, he came to the stoplight and I asked him, you know, Chris, uh, nice steady run through there. <laughs> steady? You call that steady? Slamming his gloves into that. Typical Chris Meek, complete petulance. And, you know, he'd had enough of that. And off he went. Off he went. And I thought, 
well, what provoked that response? And then, and and then, then 20 minutes later, someone showed me the video. I went, ah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Not so steady. Not so Not steady. So, so uh, it will have been, uh, it's seven years since we've been really? to Poland. So it was 2017 was, was the last time we were there. So it, it's wow. a long time for WRC to be away. Um, and it is, it's, it is for me, it's going to be really exciting. It, it's yeah. an ultra fast rally. Like you say, it will be a challenge because it is so, so popular. But in the last seven years, we have seen significant improvements in, in mm. spectator control and safety. And, and, you know, Michelle Mouton and Nicholas Klanger do an incredible job, uh, with, with, with doing that side of things. So I think we, yeah. I've got every confidence that the FAA and the WRC promoter will will have that fixed in it. But what it does, you know, that that just looking at the date there, it is the end of June, twenty seventh to the thirtieth of June. We've then got Poland, Latvia, Finland. You know, that is a proper summer of absolute speed, isn't it? Because Latvia's yeah. pretty much. Have you been to Latvia? Yeah. Before? No, no, I was supposed to go about ten years ago and didn't go. I mean, because it was always in the winter, wasn't it? It was early yeah. January. Yeah, that's uh, right. Leopaya. Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, I've never been. I'm, I'm told it's, it's an interesting place with, with but, some interesting roads. Yeah, but but generally, you know, of the same nature of Estonia and, and all of those Baltic yeah. kind of countries, they are quick, quick roads. Um, where did we go, David? Remember that day from Poland where we went into... Was it we, Latvia we went into or Lithuania? Yeah. Uh, Remember? Yes. That just, was Lithuania, wasn't it? I mean... <laughs> Wait I can't there. remember. Stay on the line, caller. Just, just checking the geography of the job. <laughs> uh, Poland, Lithuania. Border. Indeed, it was Lithuania. Was Lithuania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And if we did, so no, I haven't been to Latvia. Definitely haven't been to Latvia. <laughs> if we'd carried on through Lithuania, we'd have ended up in Latvia. And if we'd have carried on through right. Latvia, we'd have ended up in Estonia. And if we'd then got our feet wet, keep going north, we'd have ended up in Finland. There, there we go. go. Bit of geography. Now, just a quick one. Can you tell me? Hmm. Uh, what where where would you okay you said you 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 don't know where to put your money but you have to now and let's not let's not do a silly one two three who is gonna i've got a bet with andrea adamo and you can come in on this so the bet with adamo is i'm betting that elvin evans will be world champion uh and the loser if i lose and elvin's not world champion I have to buy Andrea dinner in London, and if if I win, which of course I will, he has to buy me dinner in Turin, buy us dinner in Turin, because you're always invited, Ooh. obviously. Uh, am I safe? Do you think? That's such a tough one. So here's what I've always here's what I've always said. You know, you need to be a world champion. You need a good supporting team around you. You need a good wingman, don't mm. you? Yeah. So you'd have to say mm. that. Neither Neuville nor Tanak have a good wingman. No, because their wingman is their biggest rival. Biggest, exactly, exactly. Whereas Elvin Evans has got Takamoto there. Now, you can Takamoto offer that help, that assistance, take those extra points when needed. When when Elvin has a bad day, can't no. No, But what he he can rely on, but what he can rely on, David, in every single rally, he will have either Seb Ogier or Cali Rovenpel. He'll have a world champion. What better wingmen could you mm. ask for? Question is, how much, and you, I think you asked this at the top of the, top of the show, David, how much will they be prepared to support Elvin? Mm. You know, yeah, are they going to be... That's going to be know, an interesting I, one, isn't it? I, I, I can see, I can see Callie Rovenpera offering 100% support to Elvin mm. Evans, 100%. In every situation, I can see him doing whatever is necessary 
to help Elvin in terms of getting ahead of his opponents and maybe even to give him positions. I can see that happening. Ogier, I'm not so sure. <laughs> not mm. because he, not, but Ogier, I am Ogier's biggest fan. Um, but Ogier's motivation is different. Ogier is just there to win. Yeah. But he's also there to help the team. He's there for the manufacturers. He's, is he there to help them win the driver's title? Because if he is, and that's his motivation from the start of the year, Elvin Evans has the best two wingmen in the business and will win and will win. It is a funny one, isn't it, for, for Ogier? You know, I, I was lucky enough to spend a bit of time in, in Madrid with him just before Christmas and, and it was great. You know, we had a real good chat all off the record and, and just really interesting. And he is such, he's a lovely, lovely guy. A, a he is. Totally down to earth, incredible fella. Um, <coughs> but, but like you say, his motivation is different. And in some ways, I remember talking to him about this before, about, you know, do you help a teammate? And he was like, well, nobody really ever helped me. Um, yeah. And that's the issue, isn't it? <laughs> Excuse me. Is that in many ways he fought against everything because coming from Citroen with Loeb, it couldn't have been harder for him. He's a fighter. He's a battler, and he's he's not. You know, fighters and battlers don't really give an awful lot back, do they? Um, they don't give a lot back. You know, they are no. there for for one one reason and one reason only. And and he has had to fight harder than just about anyone to achieve what he's achieved in the sport. Um, by the way, David, did you remember to wish Ogier a happy 40th birthday? Because he I, did just turn 40. I did. I did. And it, it was, <laughs> well done. It, it, it was quite an interesting one because I said, you know, what What do you think? 40, is it? Is it? are you good with that? And he said, well, it's not 20, is it? <laughs> and that kind of summed it up. But now he's, he's one of the most genuine, decent fellas. Yeah. Decent people you can meet and work with. And I think you're right, you know, if he's minded to he could offer elvin you know a, a significant amount of help and and i think one thing that i that, that will work for Ogier is the concept of beating hyundai you know yes he wants yeah. to manufacture a yeah. championship but also he doesn't maybe he doesn't want a hyundai driver to ruin their run uh of toyota drivers winning the championship it's another subplot isn't it it is going to be fascinating <laughs> I'm Kellen Koshal and I just did my first Dirtfish course, which was the one-day women's course. My biggest surprise was how calm it could be in the car, and the calmer I was, the faster I could make the car go. The surprising thing about driving was that it wasn't necessarily a mental thing. I had to really get out of my head and into my body more, and I just felt a little more comfortable doing that for the first time around a group of women. But I will say, I do feel like I could do any of the Dirtfish courses now. I kind of know what to expect, and. You know, hopefully more women get into motorsports and then any day could be an all-women's day if just enough of us are in the sport. If I were talking to someone who was thinking about taking a class was kind of on the fence, it would be, you know, what are you waiting for? It's such a fun experience. Um, you're going to really learn something and you're going to push your limits and maybe you'll even have some more confidence. Most fascinating for you, Cole, is, is where you're off to imminently. Oh, imminently, imminently. Uh, yeah, I am off to Saudi Arabia for the Dakar, which, which I'm feeling better prepared this year, David, because if you remember last year... You've got a tent. Um, I, I left on the 27th of, 27th of December, and on the 26th of December, I realised I was going to be camping for two weeks or three weeks or whatever it was, three weeks, wasn't it? So you went Boxing uh, seen, Day I'd tent see, shopping. I, I'd, I'd seen I'd seen all these these emails and I kind of skimmed through them where it talked about you know lists that you need for camping. I'm thinking that doesn't apply to me. Obviously they've got a hotel for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then on the 26th I thought better read these things properly. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, no. 
Lord. So it was all it was all a little bit um a little bit mad and it was it was very much a voyage of discovery the Dakar last year. I am so much better prepared this year, David. I've Good. decided the most important thing is sleep and it genuinely is. Mm. So what, what tends to happen is, particularly the media folk that follow the circus around, they take these little pop up tents with them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're great. They're great in that you can pop them up in, in literally a minute, you can take them down in a minute. But they offer no comfort. So I've got myself a decent tent with a bit of space. Good. I've got myself a proper little camp bed, a little bit heavier, but it's a proper little camp bed. Uh, I've bought myself, you'll be really, really surprised at this. This is, this is how prepared I am. I've actually gone and bought some sand pegs for my tent <laughs> because those silly little ones don't work. The right. little kind of hooky ones don't work in the sand, obviously, which I hadn't thought about before I went last time. Um, I've so bought myself some compression bags, a big cargo bag, because wheeled duffel bags are no good in the sand. They don't uh, roll in the sand, wheeled duffel bags. Never thought of that. <laughs> so, so I am actually feeling quite well prepared for it and really, really looking forward to it. Although I have to say, I've seen some, some pictures coming out of Saudi Arabia. They once again have had some pretty blooming heavy rain, some pretty <laughs> heavy rain. Um, and that's my ultimate nightmare is a wet, muddy soggy tent but anyway, you are i mean you are totally on your own aren't you it's lashing down with rain and it's just yeah. right off you go yeah go and find a yeah. space and pitch your tent that's exactly it and you get to your last year um well thank goodness i had i had um booking.com because we we, <laughs> we got to uh we got to um where was the place we got to i can't remember the name of it but uh we we'd skipped one of the bivouacs because it was underwater so we'd gone to this this place for two nights and honestly we arrived and before all the trucks had arrived uh, the place was under about a foot of mud. You know, once the um, trucks had gone through, there was three or four feet of mud, and people were trying to pitch tents in the rain, in the mud, and it was like, ah, ah, booking.com, Uber, I'm off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 but, but yeah, there, there is the, the, the thought of pitching a tent and taking it down. I don't, sleeping in a tent in the rain is fine, and it's actually mm. quite comforting. But pitching a tent and then taking it down again in, in mud and rain is, is quite a challenge. But it's great fun. The adrenaline keeps you going. Yeah. Um, it is genuinely great fun. It's a great challenge. And this year we've got, you know, we've got a lot of big rally names there, haven't we? Oh, absolutely. No, it is. It's going to be a great event. And obviously look on, on dirtfish.com for a full preview to the event. Uh, we, we were a little bit late with our Chris Meek story. Apologies for that. But we got there in the end. Um but yeah, no, it is. It's it's going to be a really, uh, it's going to be a good one, and it's going to be interesting. We're going to keep obviously keep in touch with you on a daily basis. Uh, quite yeah. what form that's going to take is is, is still to be decided. Uh, when you get out there and you are in the middle of might be the odd abusive <clears throat> text. Who knows? Yeah, Who well, knows? exactly. Whatever you can manage. You know, it is in terms of communications. It's a challenging part of the world. The empty quarter is is the empty quarter for for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be great and. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. So very much looking forward to to hearing your thoughts on that event. And then obviously straight from there, straight into Monty, which is always the yeah. perfect way to start the year. Well, and the great thing is, David, you know, we've normally had by this point in the year, by the start of the new year, we've normally had all of the Monty testing. We've mm. got all that to look to forward come. to in the next week or so, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. so you know, there's plenty, plenty, plenty of uh, anticipation, plenty of build-up, plenty to keep us interested. What's the other rally that's running as well in the next few days uh there's there's one in europe that's running i think uh um oh i can't remember there is can't always yana i don't know is yana rally Yana. Maybe, maybe the yana rally they've got got some some it's interesting a good test, as well so, yeah. exactly yeah 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 and uh young young uh what's his name's doing that from the uk 
Um, <laughs> name's just gone, David. Excellent. Jeez, you can tell I've been <laughs> to spin the rally really, pod for lots of interesting great. detail. <laughs> well, and for, for top quality detail as well, oh expert analysis. Uh, Chris, young Chris is doing it. Chris Ingram, I suspect you mean. Yes. Excellent. Yes. We got there in the end. I think it might be a good time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that'll oh, do but obviously tuesdays is will remain forever your spin the rally pod day uh so we're looking forward to keeping in touch with you all year lots of stories to come it's going to be a fascinating year isn't it Cole? it's going to be a fascinating year david and would you believe the fifth year of dirtfish media would uh, you believe that it's remarkable up? isn't it i mean it was, who would have thought so that means it is it four years since i took that photograph of you in the alps in your underpants <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure has I'd... that been has that been deleted forever yet <laughs> yes <laughs> i really do apologize for broadcasting that bit it was a sight to behold <laughs> it, was, it was one of those situations where you think you know, I, I, can I tell the story? Yes, I, tell, I think you should. Story? So I, I, bought a, I bought a pack of three undies, three boxer shorts. They weren't boxers, those little briefs. Brief, not, 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 not <laughs> no, my let's shorts. move on. Not my, no, no, no. So, 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 but one of them, so they were, they, were, they, were, they were medium, but one of them was extra, extra large. And I'm thinking, how ridiculous. So anyway, so I, I packed the extra, extra large for some reason. And I got up in the morning and I thought, oh, I'm just going to put these on because no one's ever going to know. <laughs> I can't remember. Why do you... Oh, you were putting some long johns on because it was, was so cold. I some long johns on because it was so cold. And, and I, I thought, came oh, around no. the back of the car at just the wrong slash right moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dad, that was... Anyway, that was four years ago, David. And, and, and you know, I think it's just, just... Have we got time just to do a bit of trumpet blowing? Yes, always. In those four years, in those four years, you know, I think... You guys at Dirtfish.com have done the most remarkable job. Uh, you know, Dirtfish.com is now the go-to place for the vast majority of rally fans, for news, for information, for entertainment. That's an incredible achievement. You, yep. you look at the Instagram account, uh, nearly half a million followers from nothing in four years. Yeah, the no, YouTube account, tens of millions of views, 275,000 subscribers. TikTok, nearly a million followers. From nothing in four years. I mean, it is quite remarkable how, you know, how the rally community have have, have gone on the journey with us, David. They've, they've picked it up. They've yeah. gone along with it. They've enjoyed it, and they've they've shown us in in their subscriptions, in their mm. their likes, in their views, in their comments, just how much they appreciate it. And in four years, you know, Steve Rimmer and uh, the vision that you and Steve had four and a half years ago. Uh, was quite remarkable, and it's it's incredible. I think it's 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 worth mentioning. Well, thank you, Colin. And you're obviously you you were you were there from the start. You know, you were the first phone call, uh, and very much part of it from from the inception. Yeah. So no, we've we've done it together, and and it has. You know, it's been a proper journey, hasn't it, to launch and dive straight into COVID in 2020, which was a challenge, um, mm -hmm. but we 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 managed it, and it is it's yeah. super exciting. We can't thank Steve Steve Rimmer. Um, and all of our friends and colleagues mm. at Dirtfish Rally School enough. Uh, you know, we're nothing without these these people, and and Absolutely. it's great. It's and it's just it's so exciting to be embarking on a new season in World Championship, uh, and obviously in American Championship as well. We've got Travis Pastrana back, and you know the exciting career that is Leah Blocks to to follow uh, from mm. North America. So no, it's going to be a great year. So stay tuned, uh, and Colin, go and pack your bucket and spade, uh, oh, yeah. and we will. Shush. No bucket and spade. I've got my, my cargo bag, my compression bags, my tent, my tent pegs. They're all sitting ready to go, David Evans. Quite Excellent. excited.
Excellent. Quite excited. Well, I you... might take one more trip to go outdoors because I'm quite enjoying it. I'm quite enjoying it. Oh, yeah, this looks interesting. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, I need Definitely those. Need that. I need those. I'm sure, mate. Well, you, you will have a great time uh, and we will look do. forward to catching up uh, through the event. Very good. Yeah, there we are, folks. Uh, thank you once again for listening to Spin the Rally Pod. We'll be back with you again next week.